Okay, here we go for our daily dose. Today is Monday, July 26th. Here we go. Hilchashabbos, Simen, Reishai, and Gimel, Sif Hei. We're talking here about Kiddush Mokum Suda. The Shulchan Acharav says as follows. Tzarech lechum Mokum HaKiddush, la'alter acher Kiddush. One has to, when he makes Kiddush, he has to eat in the place that he made Kiddush. And he has to do it right away. Aval im loha, im lo achal ad lachrizman, lo yasnei chavosa. But if you delayed... And uh, you didn't eat, so you weren't yours. So you have to make Kiddush again. So when do we say that applies? We say that applies when he um, had he did not have anything in mind. He just made Kiddush, and he waited around, and he did not eat his meal. But if, let's say, But really he had in mind to eat right away. But he had an oinus come. The in-laws came over. They had to, have to speak about something. And you didn't end up eating until a bit later. Um, and you really had in mind you every single second the person who's delaying you or the issue was delaying you. Somebody spilled something when a kid's had an accident. Whatever it was, you, you're trying to get back to eating. Then that point you do not have to make Kiddush all over again. You just sit down to eat Kiddush as soon as you're ready. As soon as you clear up whatever had to be taken care of. But this applies when you did not leave the place where you intended to eat. If you went outside, but if you went outside to speak to a friend, you crossed the street to say hello to somebody, and you delayed, and then when you come back, you must make a new Kiddush again. And if when you make Kiddush, you had in mind, I'm not eating till later. I just want to eat. I just want to drink something now because I'm thirsty. Let's say you had in mind to eat a bunch later, and which is against the halacha, or you had in mind to go across the street and meet your friend, and therefore be required to make it when you get back. But it ended up not happening. It ended up happening to eat right away where you're supposed to eat, being that you ended up doing the right thing. You did not have to make kiddush over again. And everything is fine. Okay, so now we're we're back to the Tanya Perikdal. We left off yesterday by asking that if the the mashal of the sun and the rays of the sun is not exactly the same as Hashem, because Hashem is right here, actually Himself in this world and every in every possible thing. <clears throat> so how do we understand this? How is it not? How are the actual things in this world, the people in this world, not? Um, nullified in his existence because the Kodesh Baruch is right next to them the whole time. Like the ray of the sun is, when it's close to the sun, is battle in existence. It's null and void. The same thing, everything in this world should be null and void because it is right next to being filled with Hashem's light right here. Hashem's, like the sun, Hashem's light is right here. So how are we existing and how are we not battle? So he says, Paragdal, Ki Ki The Pasuk says, Ki Hashem Hashem is like a Shemesh Mugin. It's a protector over the sun. Pirish Magin Hu Nartik. It's like a, a sheath. It's a cover. That means that the name Elokim is going to explain now. In the end, in the future, Akashbach will take the sun out of its sheath. Just like, uh, and the Rishon will be judged by the by the sun, meaning as follows. Just like an Arctic Magin Bada Shemesh, the sheath, the, the holder of the of the sun, protects you from getting hurt by the sun. There are two names of Hashem that are that are we relate to all the time. Yeshem Havaya, which is Yudke Vavke, 
which we pronounce Ado with an I afterwards, and the Shem Elokim, which we pronounce Elokim. What is the difference between them? So a lot of people say, a lot of people hear, that the Shem of Ayah is Midas Chesed and Shem Elokim is Midas Adin. So that seems to be as if Shem of Ayah is like the good guy and Shem Elokim is like the bad guy. You know, the Din. We don't want the Din, we don't want the judgment. But it, the truth is, it's very misunderstood because as follows. The Shem of Ayah is, is like a higher name, which means it's like un, unfiltered, godly light. And the Shem Elokim filters that light so that we can see and use Hashem's light and, and perceive Hashem's the things that Hashem created in this world, as he's going to explain. The Shem of Ayah, the Shem of Ayah means that it brings everything into existence, from nothing to something. By Yud, the Yud of the Yud means that it's actually doing something. Which means that it's currently active and constantly active. This is what Eov would do all his days. Meaning he constantly did these things all his days. The life force that is being poured at every moment. In every one of the creations. From the mouth of God and His Spirit. And creates them presently from nothing to something. At every moment. Because it's not enough that Hashem brought them into creation at the moment when He created the world six days of creation many years ago. To make them exist as, as we said above. So it's actually happening right at this moment. When we um, order, put into arrangement Hashem's praises, Hashem is big and Hashem is strong. What does it mean, God, Hashem is big? It means that His attribute of kindness, makes the the chesed flow in all the worlds, and creations, for all eternity, without any end. And this creative force has no boundaries, and it creates things from some, from nothing to something. They come; they should exist through a kindness of which is for free. Nobody paid for it. and it's called big, like uh, It's called big because it comes from the, the the bigness, so to speak, of God. Because Hashem is big, and to His greatness, He has no there's no understanding. We cannot possibly understand His greatness. Like when you say to somebody who does something good, oh, that's very big of you. He gives uh, supports poor people. It's very big of you. He donates a lot of money to tzedakah. It's very big of you. The same thing over here. We're saying very big of Kosh because he does all these things and nobody forced him, nobody paid him off to do these things. So Kosh Baruch as well is, is creating something from nothing, uh, to all the worlds that we have no end. Because it's just the nature of good to do good. That's Hashem. Just like this Mida, this attribute is the praise of God. Levado, only him. Because no one else, no other power, no other creation has the power to create something from nothing. And to give it life. Also, this attribute is beyond the intellect. 
of all the creations vasagosam in their their understanding. Shein koyach pesechel shum nivra lahaska lahasig midazu. It's not in the power of anybody's intellect. Not, nothing created his intellect to understand and comprehend this attribute of God. Be'echolta and its ability of ro and Hashem's ability of ro yeshmiayin to create something from nothing lahachiyese and to give it life. Kapriya yeshmiayin who davar shalamala measechol because the idea of creating something from nothing is beyond human intellect. And if, uh, the, the the creation's intellect. Because it is from the the attribute of, of greatness of Hashem. And the the attributes of Akash Baruch Hu are in total unity with him himself. As it states in Zara, him and his things that he that he the, uh, his attributes are all one. And just like no living creature, no no entity of created no created entity can possibly understand and comprehend its creator. So we also cannot comprehend his attributes. Like a table cannot possibly understand a carpenter. And just like we cannot, the creations cannot possibly understand Akash Baruch Hu's intense ability to create something from nothing, his greatness, his goodness, so too we cannot comprehend Akash Baruch Hu's gvura, his power, Akash Baruch Hu. Shehi means that symptom. Now what does gvura mean, power? It means that he has the power to lift, lift stones, uh, create, um, smash mountains, smash buildings. It means much, much, much more than that. Just like Gersh Baruch's light is so incredibly intense and so incredibly endless, what is his midah of Guru? His midah of Guru is to restrain and to counter, to contour his light so that it actually takes form by creating the spaces where he, so to speak, is not seen. Like sort of like uh, taking a piece of paper that is totally scribbled on, that every space is taken out, every every space is colored, and you take an eraser and you erase the empty spaces, and what's left is a figure of a man. So that that power of Kodesh Baruch Hu to so to speak withhold of himself around the things that he's creating, and therefore allowing things to exist and look and appear as if they're independent entities. That is the symptom that we're talking about here. That that is his power. Menias is Pashas Achias, preventing the, his life from spreading to certain areas. Megdulasi, from his greatness, Milayrid Vilizgalis, Alan Evraim, Lachias, and the Kaim, Begilui, Kolechad, Behester, Panim, Shechias, Mistater, Beguf Hanivra, Makilu Guf Hanivra, Hudavra, Bifne Atzmai. So it allows for something to appear as if there's an entity unto itself. Kilu Hashem's light is being withheld, because if you would see God's light there, like we said last yesterday, he, the person would just sees or the thing would cease to exist because it would just be nullified in existence next to God's light. So Akash Baruch Hu's symptom prevents his light from overwhelming his creations and therefore giving the creations the the vision of the not the vision, the appearance as if it exists. The hispashas of Akash Baruch Hu's life force is not like the the hispashas of of the the light of the sun. El hudaver b'fnei atzmo, v'yavsha be'emes eno hudaver b'fnei atzmo. El k'moy hispashas or me'ashemesh. B'komo k'moy hinei gvurosh Akash Baruch Hu asher kol yachol atzamtim hachias v'aruchnias hanishma menuch pivu astira shaloi vata gufa nivra mitzias. V'zein v'seichos shum nivra lahasig. 
is preventing his life from being seen. And that is the power that we're saying now that it's he's he's allowing these things to exist and to be seen. That that way the body of the thing that exists should not evaporate. Uh, and this concept is in is not in the power of any human being to understand. In any case, the the body of the thing that's created is created from something from nothing to something. So too a person cannot possibly understand um, the essence of a Bria from from nothing to something. This idea of tzimtzum and hester of 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 life force is called kalim. And the life force is called light. So now we have idea of light and kalim. So a Baruch restrictions is called kalim, and the Baruch is called or. And just like the kli covers over that which is inside of it, so to Akash Baruch Simpson, the restriction of his light covers over the light that is coming in to give it existence. The Kalim are the letters, the five letters, which all have um, secondary letters, the, the End of them, the end of none, the tzaddik surface, the pace, the face of the chas surface, shein hig vurois and machalukis and mafridis. They are the five gurus that cause splits and differentiation of ha'evel va'koil behem mitzayis ha'peh. Well, the tzaddik chaf beisayis, and therefore, therefore, create further differentiation, which takes form in the twenty-two letters. V'shoresh ha'hig vurois. This is now going to say Kabbalistic terms, which I myself do not understand. The source of the five gurus, who betzina de kordinisa, she gurua ilah, it's in the betzina de kordinisa, which is the the higher gurua da'atik yomin. The source of all goodness, ugamkin chesed da'atik yomin, is in the chesed of atik yomin, kedulia dechen, the people that know Kabbalah know these things. Thank you and have a great day.